Hello, hello. Oh, What's g'day. up? Good day. Hey, you gotta learn to say good day. Hey, you gotta learn to say good day. <laughs> now we're really twisting it all. Yeah, I'm gonna do American. Australian. Australian American. Australian sayings in American. <laughs> Fair dinkum, bro. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I'm not sure if Australians still do that. Fair dinkum? Yeah. I know. When I heard it, the first time I went, it was already old. There's got to be old people that would still do it, right? I don't but know. But they're going to die soon, What about Bob's they? your uncle? Bob's your uncle. Yeah, those gotta, they've got to die soon, right? <laughs> <clears throat> I guess. My uh, stepmom's mom, she's 90-something She's in hospital all the time and she can't hear and she doesn't know what's going on. And I'm like, wow, I just make the most of it, you know? Those are the people that those sayings will die with, is what yeah, you're saying? Yeah, I think that that, you know, I'm like, <clears throat> of all those people go, because I don't think, well, I don't know, are people my age doing, oh, mate, Ridgey Didge. Maybe they Ridgie are. Ridgey Didge? Yeah. Fair income, <laughs> it's like Ridgey P's, Didge. P's and Q's. Mind your P's and Q's. Sure. I never, I swear half of the things they said to me, I never even asked what it meant. I was just like, stupid. <laughs> and either used it or didn't use yeah. it. Like just all the, There's I remember. Of, or, or like rule of thumb. Does anyone know where, where that comes from? Not. What is it? Uh, nip it in the bud? Nip it in the, well that's for, yeah. Do you know I thought it was nip it in the butt? <laughs> Until somebody pointed it out on the radio. <laughs> I had an argument once with someone that they said something about we got some they got some for free and I was like well you don't want you know cause they were kind of complaining about something and then they're like well yeah I know don't kick a gift horse in the mouth and I was like don't kick a gift horse in the mouth <laughs> like yeah don't abuse the the thing you got like no it's don't look a gift horse in the mouth and they're like why would you look at their mouth <laughs> oh they they backed their argument up they absolutely went in, they were they like that's down. that's even dumber than what i just yeah, said and i was yeah. like no it's because you're looking at the horse to check its teeth if they're good never mind you sure yeah don't, the, yeah just don't not. kick a gift horse in the mouth sure, it's whatever over. You say. that yeah. argument is over before it started <laughs> i was just like you win. i agree <laughs> kicking horses. you're right i'm absolutely wrong it's like kicking a horse am i right <laughs> Man, after that Lizzie Armano episode, I watched some more of that bread lady. That is crazy, dude. <laughs> bread face? Yeah. Bread face. She's got a roll. She rolls it. I liked, but my favorite thing was, was your take on it because you were all in on headbutting. Mm. Like she's just smashing them. And so I just, I started picturing it like that and then you doing it. And I was like, that's even more fun. Yeah. I feel like she is, yeah, the rolling technique. I get it. But I don't think it, I think that I could beat her, yes. <laughs> beat her? I feel like if you had like a good stacked loaf. No, she's been, she's been, she's had a lot of practice. But you could make a face, you could make your face in the bread. Oh, I see. I think that'd be a good idea. Or to like ride a motorcycle and have a bunch of um, pizzas and bread rolls and cakes. <laughs> Go through the gauntlet? Yeah. Like the gluten spit. gauntlet. <laughs> <laughs> the gluten gauntlet. So cool. That's it. We need to do that. The you gotta go gl- through with your mouth over ah, Yeah, just cinnamon pizza rolls. Cake, and- pizza cake, pastry. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be so into that. Patreon. More Patreon ideas. Yeah. Speaking of Patreon, we we <laughs> torched one of those decks. Yeah. Where is it? I don't know. Uh I gotta find it. Hopefully you took it out of here. Oh no, there it is over there, all burnt. Yeah, so I got a flamethrower the other day. We mentioned it on the episode, a friend of mine uh, from Dark Alliance Firearms. I forgot the name of the flamethrower company, but the flamethrower company gave Dark Alliance a flamethrower and they decked it out and painted it, or made it a Hawk versus Wolf one. So I, we took it into the parking lot today and we set fire to a Hawk versus Wolf skateboard, which is now going to be available for somebody. We're going to give it away, right? Yes, to to our Patreon listeners. Right, so, so if you're a Patreon, Patreon and you can get one, we are putting out content every week. By the way, we got one live show a month and other fun stuff through the a week. A lot of fun. This will be one of them. Uh, Did so, you notice how oddly this side is burnt more 
with the hawk on it. Are you are you accusing me of burning the hawk more than the wolf? I'm just saying that you you were you in charge used it. Of it. I used it once. Maybe why didn't you burn the wolf? <laughs> <laughs> I tried. You'd have. <laughs> You actually I noticed did aim it on the side. I was like, I gotta even it out. I didn't see. I didn't even notice. I was it was just, the wind. I was trying to set fire you. to the board. The end. I didn't know that I was <laughs> erasing the hawk logo. Well, That's now it's all. embossed, so it's kind of cool. Yeah, but uh, Patreon.com/slash Hawk versus Wolf, yep. as in VS. You do that, and you're golden. Is that from my text today? Well, that I. Because I'm like, Hawk, do you spell out verses? I feel like it's important to tell people because in my experience from doing the Jason Ellis show and we have an email that's called submit to Ellis at gmail.com <laughs> and people really think good. that I'm that I'm saying that the email is... Number uh, two. I'm saying the submit is me not using... Oh, submit to us. Oh, yeah. So I have to... Because people are like, it doesn't oh, work. Yeah, yeah, and I'm yeah. like, okay, so now when I do it, I go, oh. okay, I'm about to tell you <laughs> the email link. Yep. As soon as I... Ready? The next words after this are going to be the email link. Understood. Submit yeah, understand. to... Yeah, otherwise people <laughs> just do two Alice thing. Yeah. Okay. Right. What were we just talking about before the show? That we'd stop... We stopped each other from saying something because we were like, let's just save it. Do you remember? No. Oh, we shouldn't have done that. I'm so punchy. <laughs> oh, I know what it was. What? <clears throat> you asked me about the kneeboarder guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you follow Tony Hawk on Instagram. I didn't do, I didn't put anything up out there. Oh, it. I just see you liking it all. It's Vert. What's it called? Vert. Vert, uh, Vert Club. Vert Club. V-U-R-T. C-L-U-B. There's a guy from the heyday. And when I say heyday, I He's say not from the heyday. He's, he's a young, new skater. What? He just loves Vert. Wait. His name's Marty. Same? What's that? He has legs, right? Uh, sorry, I'm talking about the guy who runs the Vert Club. Vert Club. Oh. Instagram. Oh, okay, sorry. I'm talking about Vert Okay, guy. so the Vert Club is an Instagram devoted to Vert skating. Yep. And he's a newer, like, younger, but loves Vert skating and dig, digs deep. Gets stuff that I never... I mean, he sends me stuff like, how do you find, like, yeah. where do you even look for this I kind know. of stuff? Yeah, where is it? Because <clears throat> I, I, I don't think, think it'd be digitized. It's just... I think a lot of it he finds on Facebook, but somehow people just, he's like, he's the, he's the, the oracle. Yeah. Everyone just goes to him. And then, so it all, but anyway, he, he posted a video of this guy in Hawaii that skates, used to skate on his knees on vert. But he has legs. He has legs. Yeah. So his knees are tucked up under him. <laughs> yeah, his working legs. And he posted a video of it. And it was like, who is this guy? This is crazy. And and I know him because I met him. And he used to skate my ramp sometimes. On his knees? Yeah. Um, his name, he is, can his name is Garrett Ueda. He lives in Hawaii. Yeah. Um, uh, him and his brother. So him and his brother, this is how the whole thing started. Yeah, because I got to know. I was in, uh, I was in Venice shooting the something i don't even know we were shooting photos or something and i was skating the like back in the day venice pavilion you know in the like 89 90 era i don't even know what that is venice pavilion that's that's before the venice skate park that's where all the shots are the jesse martinez okay and was it just a flat ground area uh there's there was some wall rides and okay. ledges and stuff and i mean you know and it was a big scene in thrashing like yeah. we put it in our video game like it's a okay it's an iconic but it wasn't spot. much to skate though <clears throat> no, but they would put up jump ramps. Right. They put up jump ramps that would go That's all the way up to the edge of the wall, so you could grind the wall. Right. Pretty sick. Yeah, that was cool. That guy Tim was like the master wall rider too. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we were there, and these two Hawaiian guys come up, and they're like, "Oh man, hey, what's up? Tell me, we skate, we skate vert. Like my brother skates vert. I'm like, cool. Like we're and I was literally building my vert ramp at the time. Like my vert ramp was almost done. The Fallbrook one. Fallbrook one. Oh. And uh, I was like, oh, man, you guys, like, come skate. My, my ramp just got finished. Like, really? Yeah. He's like, can we go there? Now? Okay. Yeah. Because I was going to drive home. Yeah. It's, it's like a three-hour drive. Yeah. And they were just hyped. So they came. <clears throat> I still don't know, like, um, Garrett and his brother Kevin. I still don't know anything about them, really. But, but I could tell he really does skate vert. Let me ask. Did he mention that he no. was going? He keeps that. No, okay. nothing. I don't. So he's got until this, he drops in. He's got this wide board. Yeah, and I'm like, damn, that thing is like 
a beast. And we're talking in the eighties. He had in a whiteboard. It's a whiteboard. Yeah. Wide. So it's it's probably so custom for sure, right? Yeah, it's it's got to be eleven to twelve inches wide. Right, that's insane. And so we're just like, whoa, crazy. And then he get, gets his pads on, goes up on the ramp. I think he skated the mini ramp first. Goes up on the ramp on his knees, puts his tail down, puts both feet on the tail, and then drops in on his knees. And we freaked out. So he has his toes on the tail. Toes on the tail. And his knee pads are on. He has the knee, knee pads, pads are on. on right? He grabs his board, both hands, does a heave up, and then goes down on his knees. And then goes into like airs and grinds. Does he hold speed? Yes. How? Because <laughs> he's just got it. He's been doing it for so long. How do you pump on your knees? So he does, he does inverts. He does airs. He tweaks airs. I like saw. Tweaks the tail out. Yeah. Um, he does bone, uh, kind of like Madonna's almost, but yeah. boneless ones. Yeah. Anyway, it was wild. I just remember, and, and so, and I've stayed in touch with him off and on through the years since then. I mean, we're talking about 30 years now, right? Yeah. Um, he's still, still on Oahu. Uh, he and his brother fish a lot, and I don't think he skates much anymore, but he definitely tries to uh, <laughs> advocate for skating in his area, and, and he's a teacher. Anyway, this footage comes up on Vert Club, and everyone's freaking out. You're like, look at this guy. Yeah. And like, oh, that's Garrett. Like, I don't. Yeah, you were aware of that. Yeah, but also, like, I, he kind of made a splash on the scene for a little bit. Yeah, I would have He had a picture that. in Transworld doing an invert. Okay. And so I was just like, yeah. And everyone's trying to figure out who it is. And so I just like, I'm like, oh, it's this guy. And I yeah. tagged him. And, and then I found a photo that Grant, uh, I found a photo that Grant had shot of him on my mini ramp doing a front end invert. On his knees. On his knees, yeah. So, does he ever does he ever stand up on a skateboard? I think well, he'll cruise. Yeah, I mean, definitely when we were in Venice, he was standing, standing. up on a skateboard. Okay. Yeah, right. um, but that's check this so out. weird. <laughs> it's pretty amazing. Just when you skate vert, you get down to your knees. Look at it. It's so crazy. It's crazy. So that means that I wonder if he can because he has his legs. He can still pump because I know that there's a few skateboarders these days, street guys that have no legs and they skate. Like you be sponsoring, right? right? Did I they... think I think he does get he gets a little bit of leverage by raising up right. and down, but not like like Felipe is everything is can you he know, pump in his torso? Yeah, he can pump little stuff. All right. He came here and and he like drops in. He can get close to the top a couple times, but he can't keep his speed up. Right, okay. So it is something about standing all the way out. Yeah, for, well, you have another, you know, you have another joint. Yeah, I was just amazed. Like, when mm -hmm. I saw that trick, I was like, does he, can he, is that just dropping, you do the trick, and then you're done? Or is he holding speed? Because if he's holding speed. Yeah, he's holding speed. That's amazing. It's such an amazing, did he tell you why he decided to not I stand don't remember. Up? I, th I feel like he was maybe a kneeboarder surfer, because that's a big thing, kneeboarding. Oh. Um, or, is it? It was. It was, it was especially Nobody then. does that now, right? I don't know. I know that's how that's how Grand Britain. It's like boogie surf. board and surfing. There's no knee border. There, well, there there were there was. But they're yeah. gone. I don't see them. I can't say I've seen one in a long time. Why did they leave? I wonder. Like boogie boarding is <laughs> just know. as dumb, if not dumber. <laughs> There's some gnarly boogie boarders. Yeah. Body boarders. Yeah, body boarders cool. Boogie board, nah. But body boarding is boogie boarding. It's just leaving out the brand name. Oh, I thought bodyboarding was when you just used your body. No, that's body, body surfing. surfing. Yeah, I knew that. I met a guy in Tavarua that was some old guy that was like a professional body surfer. And he was out there with all of us. Those guys are insane. Yeah. And they keep up with the wave. I was impressed because, yeah, yeah, he rode the whole thing. Yeah. It'd be a bit, a bit different than just like splashing. <clears throat> there was a time when um, my brother, was the, <laughs> he was the editor of Surfer uh, for a, almost like, almost 10 years or so and um they did a poll over who is who is the, the who are the best servers at pipeline hmm. you know of, in hawaii hmm. and mike stewart was a bodyboarder at the time the hmm. number one bodyboarder he made the list on at least half of the surfers uh polls what would he do that made them put because him he could ride that crazy huge surf 
and keep up with it and do, you know, go up on the face and hit it, do rollos over the barrel. On huge waves. On huge, scary, like heavy pipeline waves. Does that mean he has, he has fins on, right? <clears throat> yeah. So when, if the wave but, breaks But I remember on- this. So they put him on the cover or they put him in the centerfold of the Surfer Magazine because they said Mike Stewart is, you know, is voted one of the best surfers it like, doesn't matter what kind of surfing it is. He's riding he's, waves. He's riding waves, one yeah. of the best surfers, a pipeline. And people like... Flipped out, My right? brother told me people like like crumpled up, sent it to him, you know, in trash bags and stuff. Yeah. Like, it doesn't count till you stand up. And it was just like, dude, but if you watch him, you would have respect. How big he's of a... still killing it. He's, he's definitely in his late 50s or early 60s. I follow him on Instagram. It he's might be the guy I was in Tavarua with. Mike Stewart, he's a bodyboarder. He's a legend. But, well, maybe if he's... Sur- but, I don't he know. is a bodyboarder. Oh, sorry, body surfer. Sorry. Right. So not him. Um, <laughs> yeah, I get those mixed up. How big of a wave are we talking? I mean, what... Well, by Hawaiian standards? Yeah. Uh, like 10, 12 foot Hawaiian. So that means the face is probably 15, 20 feet. Yeah. Double, you, double overhead. Right. How does that work in... Man, I, don't I don't know. That's why he was that. That's yeah. why he got the vote. <clears throat> that's my story. I got slammed at the wedge once with some friends, and there was a body surfer. It might have been a boogie boogie board. I can't remember, but he broke his back. Oh yeah, that kind of stuff happens. Yeah, and they like, had to especially get on those big days. Yeah, ambulance and shit. I remember going, "Wow, that was that that took a turn." <laughs> yeah, like we were all drunk playing around, getting yeah, slammed, yeah, yeah. and yeah. then it, it sucked me out into the yeah. big area. And I guess while I was getting drowned. That guy got his back broken. That one also, even when it's big, at the you get the backwash at the wedge. So then it suddenly it pitches up yeah. twice as big all at once, and you get pitched from the the. So you can get Dude, you can get pitched onto the sand. I yeah. had uh, that happened. That totally happened to me. I, <laughs> yeah, that happened. I was upside down, Jesus Christ pose at one point. <laughs> I remember going, "You got to be shitting me," because I was like, "I don't know how high I am in the air right yeah. now, but I'm getting thrown." And then I could see the the people right there trying to tell me something. They were trying to tell me to go back. And I kept trying to come up. And it would smash me and (laughs) ram me up and then throw me up again. But I I didn't understand waves that well. And I sure as hell didn't understand the wedge. It was some... It didn't make any sense. Like the sand was like this steep to get out of there. It was just like this weird... That's That's a spectacle on a big day. Yeah. People come there just to see... It's crazy looking. To see the carnage. Right, because if because usually there's some asshole trying to ride it. Oh yeah. Or they or they'll 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 catch the waves from the bounce off the jetty yeah. and surf them yeah. in and then, but then you gotta make they it surf they dry dock. They'll surf into the sand. Right. You gotta make yeah, it through the barrel first though. Yeah, if you're lucky. Right, because if that <laughs> thing catches you, you are Oh yeah, they all get they get yeah. destroyed. Yeah. Yeah, that was one of the <laughs> I feel like part of that that that's the same mindset that people especially in the early days would go to watch the mega ramp yeah so they're just like oh let's see what kind of carnage and chaos is gonna happen yeah unfortunately i think i totally understand <clears throat> that that's crazy it. yeah <laughs> that is as close as skateboarders got to surfing isn't it mega ramp is like big wave surfing yeah where maybe technically not any difference but the feeling of real danger or not you know like it's dangerous on a normal vert ramp too it's dangerous anywhere on a skateboard but just this everybody everybody's everybody's yeah everyone's a little everyone's on edge no yeah no one's like too funny about it it's like no one's got it you going yeah i'm going you know (laughs) (laughs) see what happens i remember those early days of going to point x and just being like i don't know who's gonna go and yeah people are people are all waiting on the sketchy two by fours that went up to the rolling, <laughs> but then they would jockey for position. So yeah. someone would be waiting too long and then someone would just go past them. Yeah. That was me. <laughs> yeah. I was lucky enough to go there early. So I paid my dues before everybody else showed up. <laughs> and I think it annoyed people too, because I wasn't the best guy, but I'd been here like 10 times. Right. And I was like, it's, you just go down the rolling and go yeah. over the gap. I don't see the big deal. And people were like, what the fuck? You're going to kill yourself. Did I, did I tell this story about how I got sued by those guys? My point X? No. I mean, enough time has passed and they don't exist, so I can probably tell the story. 
Sued you for what? For skating? <coughs> um, oh, God. No, for footage. For using footage. So I went uh, on the invite of Danny. Yeah. Danny's ramp, yeah. supposedly, right? Yeah. And they were having skate camp um, during that time. And so I went, a bunch of us went. I can't remember who else. Um, Danny was definitely there. Uh, it was when they had the rail. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. I think. With the box maybe with not. the rail, right? Yeah, maybe not. I don't know. There was, there was at least eight of us skating it. You yeah. might have been there too. Yeah. And um, we used, we sent, I don't even know how it all kind of, we, we were just shooting stuff for, for ourselves, whatever. And there was one shot of me coming across the gap and I had given it to Activision. Um, and I thought it was going to be for like gameplay footage. So they ended up, putting a super short clip of it in one of their commercials and a shot of me like closing the trunk of my car. Yeah. But it was there. Yeah. <clears throat> so they, they saw it and then came up with a story or sent basically sent a, a whatever, not a lawsuit, you know, like we got kind of a lawsuit. Yeah. Uh, that said I was there without permission yeah. and that I snuck onto the property, Shit. shot all that footage yeah. with the intent of using it for advertising. Yeah. So I didn't have to pay them a location fee. Yeah, I know who this guy is too. <clears throat> so then, and then they were like, and I had to answer with my lawyer and they go, well, they, you know, they do have a case because it did go to a broadcast thing. And I was like, yeah, but... I was invited there. They brought their campers to watch us skate. Yeah. You can't say that I snuck on the property and did this illegally. You can't sneak onto it with Danny Way either. It, it was all, and, and I mean, poor, I felt bad for Danny just because Danny was caught in the middle of it. Oh. So he couldn't really say like, well, you know, he couldn't, he couldn't give them a hard time because the, they let him have the ramp there. Yeah. <clears throat> he can't really, you know, it's just like, he can't, and he can't fully side with them either because he knows that, their story is bullshit. Yeah, yeah, because it's such a shitty angle to do that. Like to just say that Tony right. tried to sneak footage. So, and- long story short, there was a settlement. Um, he got money a, a little bit, not oh, much, not it. not as much as they wanted. Because I the bet. lawyers were like, "Okay, you know, this is this is fabricated the way you've presented it." Yeah, and so we'll give you. I can't remember a little bit of money, but then we will put money for a a scholarship for underprivileged kids to come to your camp. Yeah, he smoked that for sure. What's that? He smoked that for sure. Smoked it? Yeah. I use that as a, like, like a DMX kind of an angle. Like, you mean, I didn't watch TV. I smoked the TV kind of. He was a sketchy guy. Oh, for sure. Yeah, he was a very sketchy. One time I went there with Tuss Puppis. Yeah. Because Tuss was trying to be, get back in my good books. And I was like, yeah, man, like everybody deserves a shot or whatever. So I took him to the mega ramp and I've been going there for a couple of years now. Right. I know the guy. I know everybody. And I just drove in to the mega ramp and I'm putting my pads on and that dude comes flying in a hundred mile an hour on one of those little uh, four wheel yeah. motorcycles snapped like super aggressive. What the fuck? You're fucking coming here without fucking talking to me. And I was like, what? I called, said I was coming today. Yeah, but you didn't come into the house. I'm like, Wait, you want me to come into the house and say hello to you? That is that the beef? <laughs> yeah. And it was like, yeah, just like come in, like you think you fucking own the place. I'm like, doesn't DC own the ramp? I'm on DC. I didn't know that I had to kiss your ass to skate this, dude. But I got <laughs> angry, and I remember it was the only time Tass said to me afterwards. He's like, man, you're actually pretty intimidating when you want to be. And I was like, that's funny coming from you because you're <laughs> fucking crazy. But. I was legitimately angry at the guy because I was like, wait, what did I, I, what did I do? Skate. And then when he said, you didn't come into the house, I was like, oh, fuck off. Like royally <laughs> fuck off, dude. Like we don't even know each other like that. You and didn't, I, you didn't and, offer me tea. And I didn't know that I had to come in and shake your hand before I went on there. <laughs> and he doesn't skate. Like it was just more right. of a money. Like if I have this ramp and oh, people sure. are going to come, it was not yeah. for skateboarding. He wasn't a I was just. I was so... It wasn't even like, and I, and <laughs> what I get a dirty that, thing to do though. Well, but I, but I get that. And, and we have learned the hardest ways that, yeah, you can't just shoot footage and use it for a commercial 
usage. Right. I get that. Yeah. You know, and, and sure, I learned that lesson the hard way even then. <clears throat> and it was all, it was the weird times of, you know, it was like mid-2000s where everything is kind of murky as to, is this a, is this like a Screen Actors Guild type of thing? Is this, you know, it was just yeah. more like, when things were merging and, and morphing from just broadcast television to network to online, it was just all weird. So whatever, that's my lesson to be learned. But, but the idea that he, you know, the thing that really irked me and, and it got me angry was just like, accuse me of, yeah. of trespassing. When we all know that's <clears throat> not, that's I am not, not driving yeah. to Temecula in hopes that the gates open. I can go sneak on the ramp. Yeah, no, we're not twelve-year-olds trying to sneak into a backyard pool. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's a skate park, first right. of all. And where and you're Tony Hawk. I'd right. feel good about getting in if I was you. Same with me. Same where I was like, I'm the only. There's DC. There's only two people on DC that ride the mega ramp. Right. Danny Way and me. Yep. And I and I just drove over to the ramp. <laughs> I didn't understand, but that was That's the so end of it for me. That's when losses. I realized that that person was not uh, all there, you know? Because it was like, I was like, right. oh, this is kind of, this is ridiculous. What you're doing is ridiculous. If you, oh, and then I saw it. I know people like you in Australia. <laughs> yeah. I know you. Yeah. Was you, he trying to get money from you? He just wanted to. No, he, he wanted, wanted to be mad in front of somebody. Right. I don't know what he wanted. <laughs> I really don't. Still to this day, I was like, wait, what? And then I got angry at him. And then that was the end of it. Nothing ever happened. No, no one, right. re- he can't report it. Yeah. And I don't care. So it was just, <laughs> he was like probably out of Malbongs or something and was super bitter and then saw me go in there and thought he'd <laughs> Mal- chew me out. Malbongs? Yeah, in Australia. As some people in America still do it, which is so stupid, but it's like spliffs started in Europe, right? So in Australia, people started putting spliffs in bongs. So it's tobacco and weed in the bong. Oh, okay. To the point where I, when I grew up, I didn't know that marijuana lip without tobacco in it. I oh, only I found see. that out when I first came here mm-hmm. and somebody did it. And I was like, that's not even going to work, you dickhead. And they were like, excuse me? And I'm like, you got no tobacco in there, mate. I won't lie. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, want to bet? And then he did it. And I was like, no way. How's that? I love how you, you revert into your... Dude, we're talking Super 17 yeah, yeah, off yeah. the plane. Like I was, <laughs> I, I remember the first couple of people that had like a street slang to their accent. I could not understand them. <laughs> like any sort of like, yeah, man, yeah. I'd be like, I, what, mate? What do you want? <laughs> Can someone ask him what he wants? Like it really, it was <laughs> so that bad. Crocodile Dundee. Or ordering stuff. That was just like the most embarrassing thing. And I would get people to witness it. People that, like you could understand me talking yeah. to you right now. Yeah. And then I'd go, watch this. Five, 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 six, seven, two. And they go, three, two, 21, 85. <laughs> and I'm like, that's not any of the words. That wasn't any of the numbers. <laughs> it would always happen. Same with drive-through. It would just be, it would just be, that's why I learned your act, the, the, the fake, I think it was Mike McGill that I copied first, like Animal Chin, where I was like, dude, you don't even know. You know, like that kind of shit. <laughs> oh, dear, bro. You don't even know. Dear, oh, dear. <laughs> so I don't, I don't even think I had words yet. I was just, I would just uh, do like you guys. So, 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 like, what was it? What was it? Uh, who's the fucking idiot? Chris Boss that said The Rock can't even subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> I used to say it all the time. Dude, can't even subscribe. <laughs> but it's not when I would order so burgers, funny. like I'll have a number five and they'd be like, you want a seven? Or? I'm like, dude, let me get a five. You know, and they'd go, oh, you want a five? And I'd be like, they don't even get that I'm <laughs> yeah. roasting them. Yeah. They're like, finally, you're making sense, sir. I know Lincoln, Lincoln came here when he only spoke Portuguese. Oh, yeah. uh, staying with Omar Hassan and he knew how to say number two at McDonald's stay alive that was it yeah, yeah. number two it's amazing how if you don't speak someone else's language and you hang out with them for a bit how you can still communicate like I, I think it's funny how like obviously we got English language that we're using but I've been on tour with people for a long period of time where they don't speak English and they sure as hell don't understand my accent because <laughs> yeah. they've started to get used to American accents right. and my one throws them off even harder but I know exactly what they want I know what, I know what they're doing I would have jokes inside jokes with people from Spain where 
I'm laughing and he's laughing and everyone else in the room doesn't get it. And I'm like, <laughs> we get it. <laughs> I remember when, uh, so <laughs> I met, I met Rune, um, at one of the Munster events. He has two accents. You notice that? Right, but that's what I was getting to. Yeah. I met Rune at one of the Munster events and, and he definitely had a Danish accent. I, yeah. you know, I can tell like a Scandinavian accent. And then he got on flip and then he was in England hanging out with flip dudes. And then he came here and all of a sudden he has a legit British accent. <coughs> oh, he did? Talking like like he's from England. Oh. And I was like, wait, what? It was so confusing to me. I was like, why do you, how do you sound like? And then I realized like, oh, because you're on the flip team. Yeah. And, and you're just, hanging out with Jeff Rowley and oh, Tom wow. Penny and, and Jeremy Fox and Ian. Because so, then he started to sound American. But because then he moved here. Yeah. So he moved to England. They Flip used to be Death Box. So he, he was there and then... They was, he was, I think he was on Deathbox, yeah. living with them. They decided to reform and start Flip and move here. And right. so we were at, at Birdhouse Blitz Distribution. We were their distributors. Got it. So then they all moved their team to Huntington, including Rune. Right. And then Rune and I used to have, we um, through that company, Blitz Distribution, we rented a warehouse in Irvine for a vert ramp. That's, that's what that indoor vert ramp was. Okay. So our warehouse used to rent that for me and for Rune. Oh, wow. And awesome. so we both had keys to it. Okay. And then, then he was living here and he got an American accent. Because I, I pointed it out to him once. I was like, you can do Euro and you can do American? <laughs> and he's like, oh, yeah. I'm like, do it. And I'm like, wow, that's actually like, you know, yeah. actors can't do as, it was convincing. Like you wouldn't know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, now he, yeah, he, now he can sway from one to the other. But Does he live in Europe or America? I think he's back in Denmark. Okay. Still rips. Like, I know. insane. I still follow him on Instagram. I know. He was in the Olympics. I think he was like one of the oldest competitors in the Olympics ever. Oh, really? Yeah. Because in Denmark in the park event. Oh, yeah, because he's the only guy. In, who's good on, on vert in Denmark? I don't Is know. Adil Diani? Was he Danish? Frank Messman was. Who's Frank Messman? Because <laughs> <laughs> he would hate that you said that. Oh, <laughs> give me a break. He was, Wait, he was a pro vert skater, and then he was in charge of World Industries for a long time. Like, world, modern World Industries. But he was before my time, right? Kinda. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Give me a break. Okay. Wait, Mark Messman. Frank Messman. Frank Messman. What yeah. did he, any, name a trick that he did? Uh, I don't think he had any, like, signature moves, but he could do a solid vert run. Trying to think of all the you vert guys. You can do bonus ones over the channel. I remember that. That's pretty legit. I'm trying to think about how many vert guys that were pro, but they just, you know, <clears throat> where are they now kind of thing. Like they never, you know, they, they turned pro and it was at a time where there wasn't any money in it anyway. And they just did the circuit right. and then and then didn't get into the industry. Like mm. did something else. Was it Chuck Wapner? No. Chuck Wampler. Wampler, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was a cop, right? Yeah. I think yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I remember hearing that many years after, and yeah. I was like, he was a pretty heavy, tough kid. And yeah, to yeah. know that he turned into a police officer, I was <laughs> like, I, I, you don't want to talk about your childhood, buddy, because <laughs> he was definitely a, a, a tough guy. There was some solid verts. I mean, I feel like there are a lot of people that were of that era and kind of skill level you know maybe sponsored almost pro yeah. that that have those are the the ones that are still skating you know what i mean like right. still they just skate for fun they do it somewhere where you don't they're, you know it's not like anyone is, is it's not like they're trying to make a big noise about it they yeah. just do it they love it do you think there's a thing with being pro and being successful that when that success comes to an end that some of us want to step away from it? Or, I feel or, like, I think it goes both ways. I think you, there's a few things. There's one, you just chase it till the end, till they're like, you know what I mean? It's almost like you're trying to force it to always be there. Yeah. And then it's a hard crash because it right. doesn't happen. Yeah. Or you just accept that, you know, I had a good run. This is the end of this era and I'm going to either leave or do it casually. Right. But I don't feel like anyone stays. They're like, I'm just going to stay at this level forever. Bucky right? Lassick, maybe. I, well, I'm, I'm talking about. I'm talking about right, more like mid-range skaters that right. were, you know, had to go of it. Yeah, that's the. <clears throat> why? Yeah, why do they? 
Because they probably because they had to get a job, right? Like Most likely, had, yeah. Because yeah, if you had to, if you don't sure. have to get a job, you probably don't try to get one. True, yeah. Like but I do. I do feel like some people have at least the self awareness that it's like I I can't do it at this level for that long. Right. I can't keep at it like this, and I probably should have had that as well a while ago. Really? <laughs> but now, so I so I had to learn the hardest way. You don't think that you're just not going to be Tony Hawk, the skateboarder, for the rest of your life? I, I think that that this will have knocked me back probably permanently in some ways. What do you mean? Well, I just think, I, I don't think, I know that there's there's stuff that I was working on, there's stuff that, like, new things that I had learned before I got hurt. I probably won't be revisiting those, and, it, and the reason I'm not revisiting them is because I got so traumatized from this injury. You know what I mean? Like I'm not. I'm. I'm aspiring to do certain things that I was that I could do that I could take for granted before. Mm. That's the level I want to get to. Kind of like demo level. Yeah. I want to get to that level of skating. Yeah. And every time I think I'm inching closer to it, I have a day like I did yesterday that would just nothing happened. Right. And it sucked. And I've I didn't <laughs> I didn't talk about it, but I I set up cup cam because I was trying to relearn. Melon grabs. Yeah. Like just backside melon grab. Which I, is very easy for you. It Not once was. Else. It yeah. once was. Yeah. Yes. But the frustrating thing is, is like, I can do stale fish. I can do indie airs now. That should be way harder, way easier than those ones. But because of the timing of the snap, because I have to lean over my broken leg to get over to my board I just yeah. it doesn't work and I can't force it that's what that's what was crushing to me yesterday I thought I could just force one and make it happen just be like I did it I couldn't because too much pain I, I just couldn't I or can't get my body in that position I can't like right. it's not even pain it's, just, it, it's physically not possible for me right now right right now that's the key sure, word but, <clears throat> yes but it's not like me to Say, I just want to do this once and be done with it, and I, I couldn't do it. I'm glad you're bringing this up, because I feel like if anybody knows, it's me. I've been out, and I started skating <sighs> again, and I was like, I, the first time I did a stalefish, I was like, did somebody film that? Because I'm not doing that again. <laughs> yeah. That was fucking impossible. Yeah. And now, I could do that on a whim, like on one more, right. like, oh, that would work. But I, I think, I, I try to convince myself that- I think it's going to change. But I did try to convince myself when I left that there'll come a day, who knows, maybe in a few months, maybe next year- that that I'm just gonna go do a melon grab like I used to yeah. in the middle of a run and I it's no big sure. deal or a lean air and but but right now it it honestly seems so much harder than almost anything I've been trying recently. Yeah. I totally understand it. Sucks. I feel like some of the things that I relearned it was like you did it again. And I was like, yeah, but that was so fucking hard that it yeah. kind of took the joy out of it a little That's bit. That's it, yeah. Like, I, I'm not... Yeah, I'm not landing a melon grab with great joy and, right. and celebration. Right. I'm like, motherfucker. Like, right, you're, just, you're supposed to just, like, enjoy the ride on a melon right. grab, yes. not be like, come on, motherfucking make it. Like, it's not a fucking 720, yeah. it's a... But also, I was here alone, and I, and I kind of imagine... Which is so crazy you do that. I imagine, like, overturning... And I was like, I don't want to end up on the flat yeah. no. alone. Yeah. I have my dog here. He's, she's not going to help you do shit. She's going to pee on you while you're snoring on the flat. <laughs> <laughs> she might gonna, eat your ear She's going to look at my pocket for treats. <laughs> you, should have, you should have treats in your pocket with the phone. Hopefully it like touches it while eating it. <laughs> Didn't Matt Hoffman have a phone on the flat bottom for when he would yeah, skate by himself? Yeah. There was a couple of times, dude, where you're like, I got to do something and I came to skate and you leave. And I'm like, Maybe maybe this mm, is a good nah, idea. No, I'm just gonna go home too because I was like, I was expecting someone to be here yesterday. All right, and I and I put out the the back call a little bit like, hey, I'm going to skate, but yeah, no one answered me answered. in time. Yeah. But there usually is a crew here on the weekends. Of, of there's a couple people that have keys. I don't know. But I feel like yesterday. it's the silence. Like I skated here the other day with my son, and it was just my son watching me, mm. and it had like a the ramp seemed bigger. And, <laughs> yeah. and more Wait, you came here the other day? No, not the other day Oh, you're talking about before you got hurt Yep Yeah Okay But I skated here with yeah. him And I did not like it And it was I had somebody here But it was just being right. on the deck by myself I'm like, who's taking a I guess I'm taking I'm taking <laughs> I have to take all the rides Yeah 
and you get tired, and it just seemed. I don't. It was also because you changed. I had, I had a soundtrack on. I was trying to hype myself up. Soundtracks help. Yeah, soundtracks do a lot of shit. The but, <laughs> what? I just remembered the the moment I got the most frustrated. Sad but true came on. Also known as Sacred <laughs> Trust, that I will never Sacred forget. Truth. Is that what it was? Sacred yeah, Truth. You yeah. thought it was? Sorry. Uh, okay, for the record, I thought yeah, Sad I, I but true said that. Sacred Truth. I want that. Sacred truth. So bad. Just for that. Yeah, because just to know you were on the freeway a couple of times. Sacred truth. Like, no. It's not that far off. It's pretty far. <laughs> so that was my that was my soundtrack yesterday. Yeah. Sad but true. You can't do a melon grab. Right. Oh. Get ooh. it? Yeah. James Hetfield just bringing it to right. you. Yeah. Roar. I'm still knee sliding across the flat as he says and the he's chorus. Like, and you like, fucking suck. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's harsh. So, so when are you going to skate again? Uh, Wednesday. Wednesday. Today's Monday. It is. In See the morning? Mm, I'm sick. Maybe. I'm not going to skate this week. I'm going to set up what, a new board. Too sore? Uh, I just, I'm trash from that. That's what, yeah. Yes. It's a weird. Understandable. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm like, I need to sleep like three nights good, and then I'll be back to who I am. I feel like I'm just running on... I'm sure. Yeah. Whatever it That's is. That's how I felt when I, my week, the last week I went to Albuquerque. I went to Albuquerque for a TV show for Nickelodeon. <laughs> and I was there on, I was literally on set from like 8.30 a.m. to 11 p.m. How much actual stuff do you do? We're they have so there. many, they have so many kids on the show that it's really hard to coordinate scenes because they all have to be in school certain hours. So they're rotating kids the whole time. Kinda, day. yeah. But also they need all of them in one scene, so they've got to try to manage all their schedules so that they each are have enough school. To, I mean, that's the whole thing. There's all these union rules to it. Hey. So for the most part, that means I was kind of waiting around for them to figure out when the kids would be in. But we did it. Um, it was tricky. What'd you do? I, no less, say. Eh? I mean, I could say, but it just doesn't make any sense unless you have the whole show context. Are you skateboarding? <laughs> kind of kind of I'll give you this I skated a ramp in a bedroom and I'm not gonna this won't give it away I skated a ramp in a bedroom that was four feet wide with no flat there you go that sounds pretty cool <laughs> like just to be a part of the like to, to you're doing a bit right it's a bit where you're skateboarding yes, yeah. yes. There's a whole different element to it. There's a whole thing to it. Right. But, but that, that was what I had to do. And it was harder than I thought because... No flat. No flat. My leg. How do you start? There's no deck, by oh. the way. So you just roll in or... I got to just start faking, but I have... Oh. There's no flat, oh. so I can't run into it. Yeah. My leg sucks. Yeah. So I like have to start super low and work my way up. Are you worried about... Because you can't run out of stuff, correct? I, I, can, I could run out of that one. Okay. If I had to. I was more worried that it's four feet wide. All right. I'm having a meeting today with Liquid Death because they're doing a commercial where they want me to be an old lady. Yeah. And they're going to do that. The the plaster. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. Make you look like an old person. Yeah. And a lady. And they want me to fight. They want me to fight and do a burnout in my car. They're like, <laughs> Would you, can you do a burnout in your car? Is and the I was fight like, going to be staged? Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> No, I'm, they're going to put old lady on makeup street? on me and yeah. I'm just going to beat the shit out of anybody I <laughs> That's see. That's what I thought. That's what I was hoping. That's a cool commercial. Yeah, he was at one point, he was like, can you do a, motor, uh, a wheelie on a dirt bike? I was like, yeah. And, my, and, he's, and I, he's like, well, Andy McDonald's doing the skateboarding. I was like, why? Why not just get me to do all of it? But I also was like, it's probably a better idea. <laughs> You're going to get what you want a lot quicker. But I am looking forward to being a... a a big old lady. Did you see the Martha Stewart thing they did? Yeah. The candle. Look what that got good sick, yeah. commercials, man. Aren't they doing good? I think so, yeah. There's some thing yeah. that Kane got reported the other day. My business manager sent it to me. He was like, this is good for you. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah. with their round of fundraising, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never on that end of the, of the deal. Yes. Like, you made a good decision. A business decision that was good. <laughs> if I could jot that down. Yes, I did. If that all works out for us, are we going to still do this? Yeah. Yes. Wait, we're doing this for the money? It's a bad move. Yeah. Wait. 
have we made money? Done it from the money? No. <laughs> I am actually spending money doing this. Yeah, now. me too. Like literally, <laughs> I'm spending I my own money to do this. Week on it. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? Why? <laughs> <laughs> we did a Patreon show before I'm this. Out money Why? <laughs> I I feel like I shit, that, like such shit, and I, I drove was down in here. denial of that up until right now. I don't, oh no, you're not going to quit, are you? <laughs> I was. <laughs> I'm going to die. I'm going to die for no money. <laughs> Imagine, like two years ago, we're like, dude, we should do a podcast. It'll cost us money every week. <laughs> There'll be like 20 people that'll love it. <laughs> it's going to be at least 25 people that will eventually stop you on the street and be like, man, that Hulk v. Wolf. I listened to one. Yeah. <laughs> I saw one of your promos. Cool. That one cost me like 500 funny. bucks. Yeah. Lizzie Armando isn't that good. I'm like, shut up. Like people talk shit. Like. I'm like, I ain't paying money for you to fucking talk shit, <laughs> asshole. Why do you paint your nails? Lizzie Fuck was, you. Lizzie was great. Lizzie's awesome. That story, I'm sorry, but... I didn't I realize her family was outside. Oh, I didn't and know that? They had, they had like, a, like a mini RV. What? Yeah, they, Wait, were, going, they were going to Joshua Tree. That was like... She said she was going to Joshua Tree. I didn't realize like everyone's waiting for her outside. Wait, like, I didn't even say hello to her. Well, that, I think... I. I'm hoping that I caught them. Like I think they left and came back. Oh my god, that hurt my head. <laughs> it's good that you can laugh about how much you suck, though, or how dumb you are, because otherwise I'd cry. You know, we're investing. Yeah. Oh, in this, you'll see. <laughs> A couple of years from now, we even. Oh, it's so funny. Like I literally. I have been <laughs> paying to do stuff like for the, you know, for the video stuff and everything else. And then, and then we and made then a new move and you're like, you know what? Now that we're making the new move, we should spend even more money <laughs> and take less uh, because we believe in it. Oh my God. Oh so man. Funny. All right. And, yeah. and, and the reason we don't have a new studio is because we are building a new studio. Yeah. He's building that, it. And that's going to cost money. It's going to cost you a bunch of money. <laughs> Nobody cares. <laughs> what the fuck? This is why you're listening. Watching. Oh sure. man. <laughs> oh, I feel so. Man, maybe you should shoot me with the flamethrower after the show. I feel like I should just be burnt. Uh, oh, what about man. that? What about if we said I had each something yourself? else to talk about? What's that? We should just set each each other on fire. It's over. And be like. Exclusive Patreon. Ah! <laughs> just give me your money. We ah! find that then that that actually recoups just the money we've spent. Yeah. I, I, so we we're, we're like we break even doing yeah. that. I got the flamethrower for free, so I'm I'm cruising. Oh, okay, but yeah. I'm talking. About <laughs> that was a business move. <laughs> we're oh, building shit. the investment. That's all it is. And oh my god, this, this is so the bad funny. thing about both of us is we're stubborn. That's how you get good at stuff. Like you don't just get it overnight. You don't just stick your finger in there and then all the all the fish are on the end of it. You gotta like pay your dues. This might not be worth it. <laughs> that's the only that's the only that's the, You're not supposed to say those words. But it probably it looks like it's gonna be. <laughs> I remember when we had to give up a business from Blitz Distribution and it was like the first time we had it. It wasn't an all-out failure, but it kind of was. Yeah. It was like, what? Yeah. We have to get, what? Yeah. No, I get that. Yeah. But we had such a run of success. We had, we had Flip. We had Hookups. Right. You know, we, we had Birdhouse. We had all these other things. Jacked. We, had, we were distributing other brands and stuff. And then, and then we, we dove into a different kind of business. And Didn't it was like, well, it wasn't that. It was just all of a sudden we had all these crazy bank loans oh. that we had to get to, to produce the stuff. And then it was like, well, if you sell it, then you got it. You need this much more, this much more credit. To, and I was like, dude, what? what? And then it, it started sucking any of our profits out of the oh. whole building. 
And then at some point it was like, we have to let it go. Like it, this is unfair to all the other yeah. companies too. Like, yeah. And Fuck. then uh, we, we let it go and um, we basically sold it to, to a company for what we owed the banks. Oh. I mean, that was, it could have been worse. Sorry, it was going to be worse. Could have been worse, yeah. yeah. But I, I remember that feeling like, wait, it didn't, what do you mean it didn't work? Right. Everything's working. Yeah. I, I mean, that was my, my book when I, because I had a book, somebody, it was so weird. I had a manager and they talked to um, a book agent and somebody from the book agency called me and said, tell me a little bit about the stories you would put in there. And I told them and I got a phone call from my manager like 15 minutes later and said, whatever you said just got you a book deal. They're freaking out over here. <laughs> I was like, cool. So then I tell Tully my life story and the book is a New York Times bestseller. I'm like, how's that? I haven't even read it. I never read it. Like, <laughs> oh my God. I know what I said, but I didn't read it. Did and Tully I, get royalties or just Yeah, we both. Yeah, yeah. He got, yeah, I think so. But he was like, the next book we should do without these people and keep all the money. I was like, that sounds like a cool idea because we did it with the music, with Death, Death, Die. We yeah. had a deal and then we yeah, were like yeah, this, yeah. and we made a lot of money. I was yeah. like, it sounds like the same deal, right? Nobody bought that fucking book and we paid for all of them. So I still have, like I actually pay for a place for them to sit. <laughs> oh, harsh. Yeah, still awesome if anyone wants to get it. You don't have to, don't worry about it. Did you recoup your costs at least? I don't know, maybe, I think so. Telly doesn't seem like I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I would rather not. If it, if I didn't, don't tell me. But yeah. what's been what's been your worst loss? Oh, um, my boss calling me from Sirius XM and saying it's over. Sorry, man, but no, no, two weeks. Just it's over. Yeah, it's over tomorrow. It's over now. It's over now. Yeah, and you don't get to do a show to say goodbye. Nothing. That- that's still. And then I so, heard a bunch of people did like because I was like, "Wait, you're yeah, me go?" Yeah, I still don't go? understand that. And then I found out they let go. Um, the Wahlberg, what's her her name? Supermodel chick. She has a show. She's on like the America's the singing show. Whatever. She had a huge show on Sirius XM. She got paid real money. She got let go same day as me. It made me feel better because I was right. like, she's got a successful <clears throat> but she, show. Did she get to do a last show? Yeah. And I was like, wait, I, I made this all by myself. You weren't even into right. it at one point. Yeah. 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 And I don't get to like, I, I felt like there, at one point I did the show out of a bathroom and then next thing you know, you're doing it out of a building. And then the next thing you know, you're doing it out of a serious XM building. <laughs> wait, are you saying the bathroom was the one here? What? Are you saying the bathroom where we did it here? No. No, I'm saying, (laughs) dude, the swing house, my studio was in a fucking bathroom. That's right. Yes, swing house. I'll never forget, Jude used to make sandwiches in the kitchen, and the kitchen had a fucking toilet where people shit in it. And I'm like, dude, I can't believe you're making a sandwich (laughs) in this room. Like people from Slipknot just took a dookie (laughs) in here. That's right. There was all these bands rehearsing. You'd hear them. I'm like, you got Slipknot dookie vapors flying around here. I like how you pick out Slipknot. It's the worst. I couldn't think of it. <laughs> One time, a Slipknot guy. I love Corey. He's awesome. But there was a guy. He passed away, actually. But I think it was a bass player or something. But he came on and he was doing drugs. And he was sweating profusely. <laughs> yeah. And he was kind of gray. Yeah. He's like, oh, the bathroom real quick. And I was like, okay, just coke shit. Just bomb the kitchen. (laughs) And that's where you're doing your show. Yeah. (laughs) And he comes back in, wiping his poop sweat. sweat. (laughs) (laughs) He's wiping his poop sweat off his brow. All crusty and slipknotty. And I was like, God damn, dude. And then five minutes later, I see Jude making a peanut butter sandwich. I'm like, (laughs) Dude, nah. I'll slip naughty. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, fucking <laughs> ah, dreadlock, sweat coke. Like, I feel like Corey Taylor, the singer, <laughs> he runs a tight ship. That guy's like a real musician. Oh I'm not God. saying they're not. All, they're all amazing musicians, <laughs> but some of them party to yeah, the point yeah. where yeah. I don't think showering is like a thing. You know, it's like oh, what shower? Oh like, like, there's no time for that. I remember recording in that studio. I remember, 
<laughs> I don't have stories like yours, but no. we definitely paid our dues. Yeah. I remember <clears throat> one time uh, when Jesse was on the show, Jesse wanted to invite Sparta, the band, yeah. which uh, lead singer from at the drive-in band <laughs> members, they started Sparta, which was super cool. And he kind of promised them that they would be on the show. But, but what he didn't tell me, or we, we didn't, whatever. The communication breakdown was severe. Mm. I had booked Tenacious D. Same day. Same day. And oh. so he's like, oh man, but they're going to like, they're going to come up to LA early and do the show. I was like, dude, but I got Jack and Kyle coming in. Can we do both? I'm like, no. I guess. It's a one hour show, right? Yeah. That's not a, you so want. So I had month. to cut off. Tenacious D. Yes. Yet to say thanks. Yes. Get out of here. And, and nothing against Sparta. No. I love Sparta. They have they're awesome they would band. agree that Tenacious D would be a I better was, but, interview. But I but I did I just was I like I should have I should have set my boundaries. Yeah. Or should have tried to just be like we're gonna record two or whatever it was. But right. for whatever reason I couldn't do it. No, you can't. That was live shows. You didn't it, do two live, in one. Right, day. but I just like I just could and I just like, all right, I guess we're doing two. We never had two guests ever. Yeah. Yeah. And the one time we had two guests, like the the time that I, I got like my dream guest. Dude. Yeah, and you want to you want to talk all about uh, well, it. Yeah, and and I'm such a huge Tenacious right, D fan, right? That I was getting deep into the woods with them. Anyway, we had them on again. We got redemption. Tenacious D came back. Yeah, they came back for my 10 year show. Remember when I they was there? That? Yeah, yeah, you were there. Yeah. So they came back and played. Yeah, that's right. So that was full redemption. Um, and after driving, got back together. I saw their reunion show. So I guess that kind of everything all worked out. <laughs> yeah, they don't. They still play, but not with that. Man, dude. what a crazy episode! The, all those people in a one hour. And but also, those... but also, Jack was like, "Oh, oh, are we getting bumped?" Like he kind of said something to that effect. I was I mean, like, "Ah," because he he totally he'd be like, "Tony Hawk booked <laughs> the guy from No Disrespect, whatever that band is." We did. It was wild times. Over though. Me. Like there were we had people just coming and going in those studios all the time. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember when there was the um, the Hollywood writers' strike? Yeah, yeah, and yep. all the traffic was getting blocked and everything. I, yeah, okay, yeah. So, <laughs> and the, I'm not going to throw him under the bus, but oh, uh, please do. It, no, I can't. But I'm gonna. We went, so we're doing a show, and that's all happening. So it's impossible to get anywhere. Remember, they were just like they would block crosswalks and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah. you tried to get into a studio, and like they they'd block your way, and yeah. And hassle you that you're even going to work at at some Hollywood job that has nothing to do with, you know, the writers. But anyway, we're doing a show from that studio and there were all kinds of protesters all outside. And so I think that we were supposed to have a guest or something didn't work out. I don't know. We're just doing our show. And then someone, a producer, brings in some picketers. They're like, you guys want to talk to these guys? They're outside picketing. I'm like, I guess. Like, you want to, you want to talk to them about the, what they're doing out there? Will like, brought what? picketers in. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. Will's a creative guy. <laughs> he is. He, he's had some ideas that are good. He has good ideas from time okay. to time. And, and also, in his defense, he was trying to help. It could you. have been a good conversation, yeah, right? It could have, right? It, it could have been like these guys could have been but it fired up, but it was bad. And then we're like, "So what are you guys doing?" Well, you know, it's just the writing, unfair wages, and da, da, da. it was like, "So what do you guys write on?" Well, we we wrote on a show like ten years ago. You don't. You, you don't. Work. You're not even in the guild. Yeah. What are you talking about? Did well, you, you know, you solidarity. Get, did you get that out of them? That yes. They're not even in the guild. Yes. I guess well no. How is but, this a, how is this a but, bad you know, show? We, we have a lot of friends in the business and you know solidarity and they're like, I don't want to talk to you guys. Yeah. <laughs> and Did the, you the, say the whole, I don't want to talk to you guys? Well, I just kind of like it ended. I I wasn't I wasn't the best at doing radio at the time, yeah. but it definitely the the interest ended there. Yeah. It was like we don't. I don't want to know about your history. Yeah. You know what I mean? I want to know what the deal What's is. What's it like here. to be a, a writer that can't also, work? Yeah, and yeah, exactly. Right. And it was also, the, I mean, the big reason for the strike is because all the the networks and the shows and stuff were doing all these extracurricular things online, and the writers weren't getting paid for oh, that. Yeah. That was the big that was the big reckoning for that time. 
did that uh, did that help them? Sure, yeah, it did. Okay, yeah, good. for sure. Because they finally figured out that oh, if you wrote that thing that was used for online, you should get that in addition to what you would get. Uh, you know what I mean? Because they yeah. were just using it to do everything. I understood the concept behind it, but the guys he brought in did not. <laughs> did you say something to Will afterwards? Like, hey man, nice. That was He's really like, hey man, I don't know. They were outside. I thought it'd be interesting. I'm like, I, I, I understand, but we didn't really need it. I feel like I know Will's <laughs> angle is always coming from a good place. Like he's like, this will be a great idea. Tony doesn't have a guess. He'll get a guess. It'll be like off the cuff, crazy stuff. Oh no, it's not working out. Fuck, this is they all my fault. They came in with their signs. <laughs> like holding them up. Yeah. No, just, but they were Then They know they're on the radio? They're in a tiny studio. Yeah. They're awkward They don't even size, fit in like, there. Yeah, I know, so weird. Nothing fits in there. Dude, I used to have stuff in... I used to have a mannequin on rollerblades with like a, a mask on his face. Oh, yeah, I remember that, yeah. Like, I would... I had like a lot of stuff in there and it was a toilet. Like, it wasn't... It was so small. I didn't get to be in the studio you were in. Oh, you were in the one next to it? Yeah. It was the same size. It was... It felt small. It... Because it was. <laughs> yeah. If there was ever four people I in mean, it... this one's small, but at least it's my place. Yeah. If there was ever four people or more, uh, two people were standing up. Yeah. Which happened yeah. several times. Uh, it definitely happened with, with <laughs> Jack Black and KG. They stood up? <laughs> well, they had to. Because oh, they, they had to fit. <laughs> Dude, he came no, on my not, show. No, not because, of, because they had to leave because the other people were coming uh, in. It was like, oh. <laughs> oh, excuse me. I'll just squeeze out the door here. <laughs> Jesse, you fucking idiot. <laughs> what was it? I saw him. He came on my show once and just... He had mirrored sunglasses on, but he was to the side of me, and I could see that his eyes were closed the whole time he was talking to me. KG? I, no, Jack. Oh. And I was like, this motherfucker. Like, are you hot? Or like, are you just like... <laughs> He's <laughs> always on, though. Yeah, but it, but it was... It was to see that his eyes were not open yeah. for the conversation. I was like, you're not even looking at me. <laughs> what is this interview? <coughs> He's so funny. And then man. what's it? Sid, not, I get him mixed up. Johnny Rotten, right? He's alive. Sid Vicious died, yeah? Right. Yeah, Johnny Rotten came on the show. John and he Lydon. got sex pistols back together. So I did a I little research show. on MySpace. And I noticed that, uh, you know, some of those people died in the band. And they Sid. weren't. Yeah, so I said to him, you know, you you guys are back. Who are the new people in the band? And he fucking snapped. Yeah, I don't. I <laughs> from an outsider's perspective and a Sex Pistols fan, I would have advised you not to ask that question. Yeah. So I did that, <clears throat> and he started getting aggressive. But John Lydon is combative anyway. Yeah, it's my, yeah. mainly show. I feel. What's that? It's mainly for show. I feel like he gets he freaks out on people because it's a good interview and it's a way to get out of it. Ah, uh, he he's just he just speaks his mind. He just always has like I, right. that. And also, there's something I admire about that. But yeah. but he gets he gets harsh. sometimes it's like that was unnecessary. Yeah, That's but uh, but but if you're talking about who are the new guys in the sex was meant, <laughs> he was a papa. He was pissed. Yeah, but then his buddy was his security guard, who has obviously been his security guard from way back because he's <laughs> he's yeah. as old as Johnny. And he stands up over the counter, like over me. And I was like, I, like, I know who you guys are, but I'm not a huge fan. And, and if you fucking touch me, I will kill you. Like, don't, that's not working, dude. <laughs> yeah. Cause he was just like, you need to work it. And I was like, I don't need to do anything <laughs> that you tell me. And fuck you too, dude. Like, I was pretty pissed at them because I'm like, I didn't. I didn't know. I yeah, really didn't know. Yeah. And it was back when I didn't do research. I just was like, "Who's coming on? Wait, the guy from the Sex Pistols? Really? Like that's how much time I had." It was only him. Yeah, and he came on with <clears> his <throat> security guard guy who wouldn't have sit a photo. Down. I have a photo from that tour. Are you friends with him? Uh we're we're friendly. I know him. All right. He's ever been mad at you? Uh no. I I had to. I the the one time that. Sam Jones asked for my resources or my intervention from the anything to do with the documentary <laughs> until the wheels fall off yeah. was to get the Sex Pistols song. Okay, so you called him for that. Uh, I I sent a couple emails. Okay. To to them, and I got like they 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 <clears throat> it was confusing. It was it was basically they were like it's it's out of our hands. You know, it's definitely a label, but then it happened the next day. 
So he did. He so there was influence, thought. like something happened. So I did the right, you know, I, yeah. whatever. I had the, I hit the right person. Also um, in Germany once <clears throat> I was drinking and I was, my friend Mike Crum and I had a plan where we would knock on the door of people's rooms and when they'd open the door, I would just kick the door open and go to their bar and raid their bar <laughs> and put it all in my T-shirt. You know how you can make a baggie yeah. out of your T-shirt? Yeah. yeah. So I was doing that to, you know, all these lovely friendly skateboarders you know shanny and just all these people where it'd be like and he'd open the door be like move and then stock up and go back to my room and then uh johnny rotten is in the hotel and he opens the door because we're it's like four in the morning and i'm being loud he goes what the fuck are you cunts doing (laughs) he's so great and i just had like a i had a full t-shirt just full of like the little whiskey you were gonna take his too fuck no 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 we didn't knock on his door but he oh opened. he just heard he heard the noises yeah he heard yeah. me because we were going room to room for the people that we knew right, were right. our yeah, friends yeah, yeah yeah and he I did not know that Johnny Rotten was staying yeah, in the yeah. same hotel as us and he yeah. came out and was like what the fuck all tired like yeah. we woke him up like what the fuck and I was like <gasps> like uh, that's a sex missiles guy he's for real angry and I was like I'm sorry Mr. Sex Missiles guy <laughs> and then we went back in our room and, and I actually I got the the song I got approved I, I got it through Steve Jones. Oh, okay. Steve Jones, guitarist. Yeah. Um, but uh, what I was gonna say is, I you were asking me if I know him or whatever. I've definitely met him. But but I went and saw they had that Cruel World Festival. That did you guys? No, you guys did you guys go? You guys went. Katie went. I think she probably would have went. Yeah. Um, because it was all the goth bands and yep. something you hate. But PIL played. Huge fan of PIL, and he's the singer for PIL. That's okay. what he did after Sex Pistols. Okay. Um, they were awesome yeah. too. And, uh, I saw him backstage and, uh, he called me over cause he knew I was trying to get that song. Yeah. I hadn't contacted him directly. He just heard. Yeah. And he's just like, Oh yeah, sorry. You know, that's whatever it is. EMI or AM, I don't know who owned the song. Yeah. And, and I was like, well, I, I emailed Steve and he's like, he's like, all right, you're good. We're good. Cool. Just like that. Yeah. But he, like, he was stoked that it was in there. Yeah. Okay. Whereas cool. he could be definitely like. Get out Fuck of here. Fuck you guys. Right. Yeah, yeah. Tired but of you guys. But he wanted to be in it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He was supportive of it. So I was thankful for that. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, if next time I see him, I'll be like, dude, don't, me and Tony do a podcast together. Don't <laughs> hurt me. <laughs> I don't think he'll remember. He fucking remembered me. I hate that guy's face. I bet you would say. <laughs> I've only been annoying to that guy every time I've seen him. Hey, man, what kind of band are you in? Let me steal your booze. Yeah. Like, well, oh, yeah. Steve Jones did that Pistols um, docuseries. Well, not docuseries. The there was a series about the Sex Pistols. Yeah. I think it was on HBO or Netflix. Yeah. But it's a, it, it's, it's fictional, but it's not, it's their story, but it's with actors. Okay. But uh, John Lydon had no part of it. Okay. He didn't approve of it. He didn't okay. want it. He didn't want to participate right. in it, which is exactly like him. I know. Of right. course. Yeah. Right. But I thought it was pretty good. It, oh, I wonder if he liked it. I think you would like it. you think he would even watch it? I think you would like it actually. I and it would teach you would. a lot about the Sex Pistols. I need to learn if I ever speak to him again. Okay. All right. Like and describe everybody. As you heard, you know what I mean? We're trying, we're spending our own money trying to make it here. (laughs) It would go a long way if you told a couple friends to do the same. Check out the Patreon, check out the pods, YouTube, iTunes, you know, we're out there doing stuff. Spotify? Spotify also, all the things. Huh? MySpace? Is that a thing? No. Okay. Okay, bye.